It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, Night Nation. I'm Trey Stroko from the Sons of UCF, joined by Eric Lopez of the Black and Gold Banneret. Welcome to Around the Kingdom. Elo, hello. Hello, Trace. It's We're now in November. Halloween has passed us. I'm hoping to change the luck of UCF football by wearing my old Dante Culpepper UCF jersey. Maybe that could change the fortune. Something is definitely needed. We are going to talk about that in just a moment. Before we get going, let us welcome third member of this team, Adam Eaton from the Sons of UCF, keeping tabs on the clock and on us. Adam, hello. The Halloween edition of the show. I hope you have tricks, treats, everything in between. I can't wait to see what you guys do. All right. Thank you, Adam. Well, in the spirit of that, UCF has certainly been tricked. Five straight losses now, Elo. West Virginia 41, UCF 28. Begs the question, is the season over for UCF football now at three and five? Five straight losses, oh, and five in the Big 12. I think to a lot of the fan base, it probably is. Did you see how many West Virginia fans were there? Like, my goodness. Well, clearly, we there were some tickets give us some people making some profit off the tickets there. Uh, J.P. Kilper probably made a fortune there. Yeah, look, it feels that way, doesn't it? And I would argue maybe the season ended in the Baylor game. I don't think this season has ever been the same since the Baylor fourth quarter. It's been the same problem. I know they had that optimism of a performance against Oklahoma, but I think we've learned now. That Oklahoma, that was more of an aberration than a trend. This has been, unfortunately, the trend. What we saw, Trace, against West Virginia, which has been the story during this losing streak, which is they cannot stop the run. And then on the other side of the ball, they turn the ball over in some, some interesting, unique ways. Well, they keep finding ways to lose, right? And that is not the mark, as Gus Malzahn keeps saying. There's a good team in there that, you know, they, they could turn the corner, and they still haven't. We talked about moral victories a week ago and the performance at Oklahoma. But remember, they had two weeks to prepare for that Oklahoma team, right? And when we talk about whether the season is over, can they stop anybody on the ground? And I know some props have been given to the secondary. <laughs> who, who needs to throw on them, though, if you can run right through them? Uh, they've got to win three out of four in order to become bowl eligible. That includes two games on the road. But get ahead of all that. First things first. Road game against Cincinnati, that may be the opportunity for the first Big 12 win. You need that one before you can uh, talk about the rest of the season, but it certainly feels like things have slipped away over these five losses. Here's a stat for you. This season, right now, as we talk, UCF defensively has given up an average 
of 207 yards per game. The school record for most yards rushing allowed, 2015. They gave up 199. Think about that, Trace. A winless season in 15. You and I watched it every brutal snap of that year. And that defense did not give up as many yards rushing as this defense has. This defense has given up an average of 5.7 yards a play total in total. Only 2015, which gave up six and a half yards a play, was worse. We're seeing nobody could have foreshadowed this trace. Even the most cynical person before the year could have predicted that this defense would struggle against the run and struggle with big plays like it has. Well, in the body language and reaction from coaches and players, they seem to be in disbelief as well. And they don't have answers, right? They say they're working on it, but you don't get a lot of confidence from them. So as fans, right, what confidence do you have that they're going to go on the road and beat anybody or get a win at all in the Big 12? Is the season over? It's certainly close to being over if they don't get a win at Cincinnati, Dunsville. Yeah, I, well, and I don't think people, even if they turn it around and go six at six, I'm not sure people are going to be really fired up and excited of how the year played out, which obviously, Trace, the question br brings up with this season is, what is the personality of this team under Gus Malzahn? We, who is this UCF football team? How do we define this 2023 UCF football team? I think it's something that I asked of Coach Malzahn several weeks ago, something you messaged me after you heard the interview when I asked about being mentally tough. And this does not seem like a mentally tough team. And when we talk about the identity, the personality, how it reflects on Gus Malzahn, certainly inconsistent, right? From penalties uh, to lack of tackling to turnovers, they find different ways to lose games. Uh, inconsistent is the best word I can use to describe this tenure with Gus Malzahn. 21 and 14 now, Elo. Uh, you know, that record has compacted a bit there after two nine win and nine and a 10 win season. Now at three, five straight losses for Gus Malzahn. This is an inconsistent team at best. I'm not sure this team has an identity or a personality, and I think that's the problem. Remember, when UCF had success, they had a swagger with it, right, with the Griffin brothers, Mackenzie Milton, they had a high-octane offense. I'm not sure this team has an identity. Their identity is they can't stop anybody as far as on the ground and running the football. I'm going to give a shout-out to our buddy Adam Eaton. You can check out his column, weekly column, a, a must-recommend read on the Suns uh, media site. He'll promote that more later on. But he made an interesting point in his column. They've regressed, and I think they've regressed on the defensive side of the ball in particular. I actually think the offensive line, for example, has held up better than I thought they would in the Big 12. They've moved the ball. Defensively, though, who are the playmakers, Trace? They have not recruited well defensively, in my opinion. Now, they do have a couple of youngsters there in Walker, and, and you know they got other guys in the defensive line that show promise, but they've whiffed on transfers and a couple guys, they don't have the playmakers there. And that's why they're getting pushed around because the defensive line is getting pushed around. There's no playmakers in the linebacking core. And the secondary, to me, Trace, seems tentative. So to me, that's the problem. There is no identity. They need to find one. Well, I remember what we were asked during a silly game, the, the portion of the show a couple of weeks ago about first half MVP on defense. And we both struggled to define someone because no one has stepped up to be that leader on defense that we see. I was really concerned uh, in the Sunday media availability with defensive coordinator Addison Williams. I mean, he was asked question after question about what's being done to turn things around. And he did not exude a lot of confidence. Uh, 
uh, and you just didn't feel like they have answers. You mentioned it, whiffed on recruiting, of course, some talented players there, but also in the portal. Who they brought in to plug holes, been non-existent. This has been a transfer class that has barely made a ripple. And that uh, that is an indictment of this team and uh, its its identity this season. And then offensively, they run the ball well, but yet they don't control the clock. It's a boomer bust offense this year. I just don't know if all the pieces fit, Trace, this year. And I'm not sure it's going to fit for another year or two. I'll tell you what was a good fit, though, Elo. Segway alert. Shaquille O'Neal. At the Bounce House pregame concert, most buzz for a concert that we have seen during the concert series. Do you want Shaq back or what? I do. That was the highlight of the day. Great footage by Eric DeSalvo at UCF Athletics. That footage of him with that crowd all over. I've never seen that crowd that large in a pregame. I guarantee you no other performer got that kind of crowd. He was into it. I don't know if he really performed like any. Like, <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> but he's Shaq, right? Like, it's awesome. So I would bring him back uh, for sure. I don't know if I would bring him back for every homecoming. I think you bring him out for a game a year, which helps promote, right? Like, he's a big, he is one of the most significant uh, figures to have ever played in the Central Florida market. So I think it was actually smart. Hopefully, you know, the budget allows it. Um, we could pick it up from certain tabs, but. I, that, I thought it, it seemed to me like everybody had fun with it. People kept gathering. The crowd kept getting bigger and bigger. There was genuine buzz around this. You had not seen with any of the other concerts uh, that have been out there. Go big or go home. If it's not Shaq, you got to have a big name. Uh, you know, as you don't need Taylor Swift, uh, obviously. And you're not going to fit her into your budget. But you got to have something buzzy. So they scored with that one. Good that they played it before the game when everybody was still enthusiastic and not holding it for some sort of post-game concert when nobody was in the mood for anything. They hit it out of the park with that one. It'd be nice to have Shaq back at some point. Maybe that's where some of the fans uh, left during the game were looking for. Maybe that's why they left early. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I would have done that. So, yeah, that's a big plus. That's a big plus, and I think they may have found something. It doesn't, you know, what other celebrity, Trace? Would you want them to invite to do that other than Shaq? If you couldn't have Shaq, who else? I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to think about that. I don't. Again, I don't know what he did, but he he hit the right notes. He was the perfect performer uh, for that Saturday. Maybe they, maybe they should invite you to do it. <laughs> maybe that could be good. Uh, well, this weekend, UCF will be at Cincinnati. That's where you will be, Trace. A lot of history with UCF Cincinnati in the recent years. College game day. Was at UCF or UCF Cincinnati mm. game, big time game. Well, highlight there. These two teams have battled for championships. Not so much this year. But the question is is this a rivalry here? UCF Cincinnati, is this UCF's rival now? Kinda, sorta, based on this conference. I'm not sure that UCF has a genuine rival. And I don't know that some of the games that have been played this year have forged any new rivalries. I don't know if you want to say Baylor has the potential of making one. I know I joke and a lot of fans joke about wanting something to get, uh, you know, going with Houston, but they've been playing for many years against uh, across many leagues and still haven't developed that fierceness. It's hard to look at this as a big rivalry game. I, I'm no big fan of South Florida, but there was genuine buzz around that game every year. Maybe it's because these two teams now are both without a Big 12 win. This is the battle for last place uh, in the Big 12. I don't know if it is much of a rivalry yet, but it has as much as one as UCF has right now. And the fans get snarky with each other. 
I'll say this. The thing that hurt this matchup, Luke Fickle leaving. That was a big part of it. Luke Fickle did an incredible job at Cincinnati, brought him to success. He was kind of the foil to UCF, different styles. You know, UCF fans hated the fact that Cincinnati got into the playoff. UCF didn't and all that. But he left. He left for Wisconsin. May have been the smart move. Who knows? As we're doing this show, Trey, by the time a lot of people watch and listen, which we appreciate, by the way, the, UC, the Big 12 schedule is going to be out for the next few years. Interesting to see if UCF Cincinnati play every year. I think they will. I do think yeah. this is your, eventually going to be the matchup. It makes too much sense. Uh, but it's going to take some time. And I mean, I think both programs right now have the question of where are they going from a football direction as far as in the Big 12? I mean, they've got a new head coach. They've had a rough year. Uh, they're probably a little frustrated themselves. The difference is they care about their basketball over there. So maybe that's where they're with Wes Miller. But I do think this is a rivalry moving forward if both programs can turn it around. You don't feel the juice with Scott Satterfield <laughs> moving over from well, I can't. Louisville. We can't knock. He's 2-0 against UCF the last two years. So I can't. I mean, he's he's got UCF's number. The stats he's got over. Gus Malzahn's number. But yeah. then again, a lot of people do, it seems, oh. of late. Oh. Uh, so anyway, oh. uh, it is as much a rivalry as UCF could have. And that Big 12 schedule, they need to be, right? East Coast, and that needs to also include West Virginia in there as regular games year in and year out home and away back to you know back to back like that so it's as much of a rivalry as you could possibly have and one of these schools tied 4-4 in the all-time series is going to get the bragging rights their first big 12 win and uh, the other's going to have to hear about it for a while so all right let us bring back in adam time for some silly before silliness, Trace, there's drinking. And drinking involves your friends at the Sultry Spirit. If you want to add a touch of club magic to your next event, the Sultry Spirit can take you to that next level. Their bartenders capitalize in, in, in creative twist, new cocktails, having a good time. Miles, who we had a chance to hang out with this weekend, it was a, a great uh, supporter of the, of the Suns UCF, is on sunsucf.com. He does a great job. It's a mobile bartending service. They will come to your house. They will come to your party. They'll come to your event. They'll fulfill your needs. If that's corporate event, if that's party, if that's bar mitzvah, if that's drowning your sorrows and another UCF loss, you can count on the Sultry Spirit. a fortune if that's the, the reason. Well, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good call. <laughs> At Sultry Spirit on Instagram, 941-567-7062. Again, they can turn any party into a, a, a wonderful event. Despite the fact that your team may not be winning in the field, you can win at the party. Sulci Spirit, Miles, they can get you hooked up. Again, 941-567-7062. You tell them you heard about them on the Sons of UCF and around the kingdom. 10% off. Special gift for you. So, again, don't don't forget that. Sultry Spirit, that is your opportunity to have a good time with your party. Friends, are you ready, though, Trace, Eric, to have a good time with our silly game this week? Certainly. Halloween-themed. So this is a scary type of game. Here, here you go, right? You mentioned games already. You mentioned kind of where we are. If you take the 2015 season out of the mix, in the last 20 years, Eric, I'll start with you. Is this the scariest season UCF's had? Take 2015 out of the mix. Is this season right here, 2023, the scariest season you've been a part of? Oh, that's a great question, right? Because I was there in 2004. That was pretty scary where we not only were they winless, they weren't even competitive in the MAC. That was dark. That was a really dark time. So I, it's right up there, though. 08 was bad because we had no offense, but 
I would say those two are pretty bad, but this is up there, though. This is up there. I'm, I'm curious where Trace is at with this on this one. Yeah. Considering the expectations going into this season, it is certainly a dark and dreary, but it's hard to be worse than not being competitive in the MAC. <laughs> that's fair. That's, a, that's fair. Listen, the Mac, that, that's, that's definitely fair. It's definitely in the top three. Okay, let's talk about this then. A few games left on the schedule. UCF obviously has to win pretty much the majority of these games to go to a bowl game. So, Trace, what is the scariest game on the schedule going forward for UCF? Mm, well, I naturally would want to say Texas Tech. I know. Facing facing Oklahoma State at home and one of the top running backs in the country with a defense that is near the bottom in all of FBS. That seems pretty scary to me. What are you, turned on your Red Raiders now? What a fair weather bandwagon guy you are, turning on your <laughs> By Red the way, Elo, I'm tired of people stopping me outside Burger U making Red Raider cracks. What are you talking about? We have that great photo oh, right now. It's being played right here. Look at that beautiful photo of you there with a graduate. <laughs> I mean, that's tremendous. But obviously, Oklahoma State, which may have the best running back in the country, and Gordon coming into town is scary. But I'm going to actually tell you what's scary. What if we lose to Cincinnati? How scary is that going to be? Mm. How dark is that going to be? Gloomy. Oh, boy. That's um, that's not going to be a fun social media or post game uh, there if that happens. That's what scares me. All right, Eric, I'll start with you on this one. If you were playing against UCF, who was the scariest player to game plan on offense? Ooh. Do they have to be healthy or could it be a guy that's not healthy? It could be a guy, any, any guy you want. Any guy you think is going to suit up and actually perform. I think Johnny Richardson, I'll say him, because he's so fast and electric outside. I would definitely be concerned with him on the perimeter there because he could break it for a 60, 70 yards. I'll keep it to one name so I don't cheat because Trace will accuse me of cheating, but I will hmm. go with Johnny Richardson. I would not accuse you of cheating. Um, Xavier Townsend. Did not play this weekend. That could have been a big factor in UCF. All right, Trace, last question. Again, it's Halloween. What's your favorite Halloween candy? What's what's the one candy? If there's a bowl full of candy options available to you, Trace, what do you grab it? Hands down, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, numero uno. Eric? I'm a Snickers guy, Snickers. Push wow. Me. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. What do you got, Adam? Uh, I'm a Three Musketeers guy. I, I do not like peanut butter. Um so I would not go, Trace. You are out, Eric. You're closer than Trace is on the on the uh, candy grab. Oh, thank you. Very you're good. Up. You're up. All right, there you go. That's your, that's your <laughs> All right. All right. See you, you, Adam. Thank you. All right, Eric. You mentioned it earlier. We are getting closer to the start of men's basketball uh, and women's basketball. Both projected dead last in their first seasons in the Big Twelve. What should UCF fans? look forward to with the start of a new basketball season? I think you you look forward to seeing what Darius Johnson and C.J. Walker can do when healthy. We haven't seen C.J. Walker healthy in particular. Remember, this was a highly touted transfer out of Oregon, a highly recruit. I believe, Trace, if C.J. Walker is healthy last year, this, this UCF would have been an NCAA tournament team. I know some of the fans want to ignore the injuries that happened and, oh, no excuse. I'm telling This team would have had injuries, and I think if Walker would have been healthy, they would have been a tournament. So I'm looking forward to seeing him and seeing what he can do in a very important year for him 
not uh, for his future, really, and if he wants to continue to play in basketball and make a living out of it. He seems to recognize that point of yours as well. During his uh, media availabilities, media day, he said how challenging it was to watch, knowing that there were games that they were close and he knew he could make a difference, certainly defensively. Uh, so you think he's good, right, for a couple of wins uh, over the course of last season. So I back up your point on that. I'm looking forward to seeing him. But you know what? I feel like there's buzz, at least for this season, welcoming in these Big 12 teams. And maybe some nights it's not going to go UCF's way, and maybe a lot of nights, and maybe they won't be competitive games. But you're still going to have Kansas in the house and others, and that's pretty exciting. Again, that novelty will wear off, but for first season, that, I think if you do any better than 14th, you've exceeded expectations. Here's the exciting thing, though. You're playing the very best, right? You're not stressing out about, oh, you got to play East Carolina. You're playing the very best. You're going to get your money's worth. You're going to see Kansas, who might be the national title favorites, the first ever home game for UCF, uh, Big 12 for UCF. Baylor is a national title perennial power. Uh, it's a who's who of college basketball. And I'm happy for all the diehards, Trace, you know this. Think of all the years playing at the old arena in front of a thousand people from where we've come from. That's pretty cool. Don't worry about get don't get caught up in the win losses on a nightly basis. Just worry, take the moment in. That'd be my advice. All right, that was that was my preaching there. Uh, but since you know, we gotta do have they do keep results. Uh, Trace, how many wins UCF football currently have at the Big 12? <laughs> That'd be zero. Same amount, same UCF men's basketball currently has right now. Of course, they haven't started Big 12 yet until January. The big question, Trace, as of right now, who do you believe will end with more Big 12 conference wins? Gus and UCF football or Johnny <laughs> UCF basketball? Well, Gus only has four more chances, and there's no way he's running the table. I like Johnny's chances here. For me, it was always going to be five wins or so was the over-under. That's how I saw it. And I think you know from basketball, watching basketball, if this team were to get seven wins, oh, watch out, right, with a, a good uh, slate in the non-conference portion of the season. So five to me was the over-under. Gus can at most do four. I like Johnny in this one. Are we counting Cincinnati, Houston as Big 12 wins? I mean, I know some people won't even count that on the football side. They asterisk. Yeah, asterisk well. on football. I think football will get two. I'm confident basketball can get way more than that. I think they'll split with BYU. I'll play with. I'm going to give you a bold prediction right here, Trace. Right here, around the kingdom. You heard it here first. UCF's not going to finish last in the Big 12. Every expert, every college hoops expert, oh, they're they're you know they're cracking their jokes. They're going to finish last. You know, Gary Parish at CBS Sports. You know, it's like, oh, UCF will never win a Big 12. They will not finish last. That's my bold prediction. Um, I you know I think they will. Uh, I think they will win a handful of games. I'm with you. half a dozen. Now we're getting. That <laughs> now you're pushing it. Now you're like, don't be absurd. But more than Gus. Yes. yes. Will Gus get any? He'll, he'll get. He better. He better. Or what? Or I'll tell you, they won't have to worry about people leaving the stands early because there won't be many. That's the problem. But I, I think they'll, football will win a couple. But I think basketball wins five, four, five. I'm with you. I think they split with BYU Cincinnati. And they're going to pull an upset at home against somebody. A little uh, salt in the wound, Elo, when I get an email from the Big 12 saying, apply now for your credentials to the Big 12 
championship game in football. <laughs> not that I ever no, I don't have that one on the travel plan. Not that I envisioned UCF being in that game, but I had to laugh when I got that email. Oklahoma upset. Dylan Gabriel with a loss. Kansas there with the win. Uh, shakes things up. Kansas State looking pretty good. Half a dozen teams, five teams in contention here. You still think this heads for an Oklahoma-Texas rematch? No, I, I don't. This is a huge weekend of the Big 12. I mean, obviously, you see <laughs> Cincinnati's the headliner uh, on FS1. But you got Bedlam <laughs> for the last time playing. Both what times. a shame for the last time. Welcome to College Athletics 20, uh, 2023. You got Texas hosting Kansas State without their starting quarterback. They got the backup starting for a second week in a row. Kansas State's played well. Iowa State and Kansas also playing a big game. We're going to see some separations. I think Kansas State will beat Texas, and it wouldn't shock me if Oklahoma State upset Oklahoma, and it just and which would probably make Brett Yormark some mixed feelings. He's in a bit of a weird spot, Trace, because on the one hand, you want Kansas State and Oklahoma State to represent your league because that's part of your future. But on the other hand, you want to make sure one of your teams makes the playoff and get extra money. Well, then you need to root for Oklahoma or Texas if you're Brett Yormark. So a weird spot for him there. He didn't go to the Oklahoma-Texas game when it was played earlier. Does he show up for a championship game if it features the two of them? I think your point's interesting. Like, he wants his future schools in there, but he wants that check, too. And he's a smart guy. Uh, it's shaping up as an interesting stretch run now in the league. And as I think UCF fans have seen, very competitive top to bottom. There aren't the gimme games on the schedule. Hey, remember Iowa State was buried early on. They've clawed their way back into things. It is a fun league to watch uh, week in and week out. And it's going to get stronger. Utah joins next year. They're going to be among the favorites. Arizona is a team to watch. Jed Fish, I watched them on Saturday night. They knocked off uh, a big win against Oregon State. They're on the rise. And, oh, by the way, you've got Colorado in primetime. I know they're, they've hit their lumps, but people like to watch Colorado. He's going to get linemen. He's going to get transfers. You know, that could be UCF's rival, Trace. UCF, Colorado, You that'd be the Trace Trunco Bowl with as much time as you're traveling in Colorado. I mean, it's like a second resident. The other black and gold. <laughs> right? I know my nephew goes to the University of Colorado at Boulder saying that he really wants – Colorado to play UCF, and he wants the game in Orlando because he wants a trip. Wow! Uh, to come come on down. He and his friends are talking about that already. So when that schedule comes out, you're hooking him up to tickets. You're gonna hook him. I don't up. know. If, I don't know if I'm. He, he's got a place to crash for free, but I don't know about all the rest <laughs> of that. Uh, maybe it won't be that hard. Who knows what the ticket situation? But yeah, the Big Twelve strong. It's not gonna get easier. That's the point we're saying. Just because <sighs> you know you're in year one doesn't mean it's guaranteed to get easier moving forward. But yeah, it is what it is. Meanwhile, Trace, we have other sports going on beyond football, believe it or not. Men's soccer, right? Number one in the country, unfortunately, though, losing to James Madison on Tuesday night. And so they are now the two seed in the Sun Belt. Marshall wins the regular season title. UCF uh, reign as number one ranked team in the country and will likely end in two weeks. They will host the Sun Belt quarterfinal on Sunday. Women's soccer, big win over TCU in the opening round of the Big 12 tournament over TCU. Big resume win. They play BYU Wednesday night. BYU top 10. A big match there. And then volleyball at Houston this week and their big rivals in volleyball. What caught uh, what caught your attention here, Tracy? Uh, how sweet it was to be number one in the country. And now UCF men's soccer gets to say it was a former uh, number one. But you know what? Maybe, just maybe, you lose now. 
takes a little pressure off of having to be perfect, right? You had to win all your Sunbelt games. You're going to have to win an NCAA tournament. I mean, in order to win it all in the NCAAs, maybe, just maybe took a little pressure off. They got outplayed in this one, right? It's not as if, though, uh, you know, it, it, it was a fluke. Uh, they lost that oh, game, and maybe they bought into the headlines and the hype a little bit too much during the week and distraction. You know, they say, Act like fault. you've been there it's before. Your it's your yeah. fault, Trace. You guys had that little big press conference, the number one <laughs> ranking. All you wanted to get coverage. Well, you know, remember that line, act like you've been there before, behave like yeah. you've been there before? Well, they hadn't been there before. No, they haven't. So uh, it's, it's a bit of a setback, but they still control everything down the line. And this is still a talented team. So I still like where they are. And women's soccer gets that uh, upset, uh, only upset in the first round. Uh, they still need – it seems like another. Well, they're still in the bubble. A win over BYU Wednesday, in my opinion, stamps them into the NCAA tournament. A loss to BYU, and it's going to be a long next to the uh, till Monday for that selection show. Volleyball. This is a must, big, big weekend. You, I'm going to give you this stat about volleyball. You know how many wins UCF volleyball has on the road this year against top 100 RPI teams? Mm, I don't know. That's a good one. Zero. Ooh. Zero. Might be a good idea to get one this weekend before it gets really rough for them. So it's a pretty important weekend for them if, as far as their NCAA purposes. Men's soccer, I agree. They got to regroup. They're, they're the two seed, which means they'll host the quarters and potentially the semis. In a good, in a positive is the route they got to take, they could get two top 10 RPI wins if they were to win the conference tournament. If they accomplish that, they could be a top four national seed, which means they would be at home throughout the NCAA tournament. The negative is, you have another setback, and you might be out of the top four national seed, which means you're going to have to travel in the tournament. But still, a lot in front of them. They're going to be fine. I think they'll regroup. But Coach Calabrese knows what he's doing. Exciting times for all three sports. Of course, all three doing better than football. All right, let's bring back in Adam. Adam, give us some knowledge. All right, Jens, pretty clean. Wow, that's a pretty clean show. Here's what I got. So you talked about UCF football. A couple of uh, stats that are really uh, disarming. They were ranked 90th in the country in penalties. 6.6 uh, .6 penalties per game. That's not good. And rushing defense, 126 out of 130. I don't think that is good. You guys talked about Shaq. Uh, I'd love to know your perspective. Is Shaq more of a DJ or is he more of an MC? What do you guys think? I don't I don't know if he knows what those knobs do in the, on the keyboard. <laughs> you were there. There was some other guy that was there, and he seemed like he was pushing the knobs a lot. I'm not sure if Shaq was really involved in that. You mentioned uh, uh, you know, the, the UCF Cincinnati game, Scott Satterfield, 2-0 the last two years against Gus Malzahn. Obviously, he, uh, he beat us up pretty good in 2021. The last game, Dylan Gabriel played for UCF and beat us up pretty good last year. Eric, you said that UCF would win two games in football. I'd love to know what those two games are. Uh, Cincinnati, Houston. That'll be my pick. All right. I'd love to see that happen. And by the way, a big shout out to Eric. That jersey you have on, is that a vintage Dante Culpepper jersey right there? It's a Culpepper number eight jersey. I got it at the bookstore when I came. I went to the UCF Purdue 1999 game with Drew Brees. Yeah. That is a relic. That may be right. older than than many of our listeners, including <laughs> one, um, including a lot of folks out there. But uh, fun uh, fun show. Uh, thanks. Uh, you guys were you guys were clean tonight. Congratulations. All right. Thank you, Adam. All right, one more thing. Just do it. ELO, UCF, did just do it. They re-upped with Nike five years into the 28-29 academic year. So for everyone watching uniforms, whew, breathe a sigh of relief. 
We keep our Nike swag. I love it. Need some swag somewhere on this campus at the moment. All right. Look for new episodes midweek every week of Around the Kingdom on the Sons of UCF YouTube channel and later in the audio feed on the Sons podcast feed. We thank Adam. We thank you, Eric Lopez. And we thank all of you for being with us for Around the Kingdom. Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.